0: Oh, hallelujah, Hallelujah! I believe God tonight wants to soothe some minds and hearts that are in this house tonight. And God wants to help some people tonight, strengthen you, encourage you tonight in this house. Oh, Hallelujah! I feel the presence of the Lord here. I feel the presence of the Lord here tonight. Would you stand? We're going to read the word of the Lord here. I'd like to. Also mentioned that we were supposed to have our youth service on this coming Sunday on the 15th, but we're changing it to the 22nd for our youth service on that Sunday night. They do an awesome job every time they do that. And I'm really thankful for what the Lord's doing with our young people at the Palace of Praise and using them. Our district family conference, July the 25th through the 27th. So you might want to make plans to be there if you could. And then that Sunday after that, the 29th, the 5th Sunday would be a potluck. So keep that in mind. And it's great to see Sister Gala Alverson in the house of the Lord tonight. We've been praying for you. So glad that you are here. Amen. We've been concerned about you and so glad that God has kept you and helped you through all of this time. Amen. Amen. He helps you to soar above the storm. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I don't know how people make it without God. Because I I know drugs and alcohol isn't a good substitute. So I'm glad I have the Holy Ghost. Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah chapter 29. We're going to look at a few verses of scripture here tonight. Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29. 29 we welcome all of our guests great to have the fishbacks with us again tonight amen florence amen great to have all of you tonight in the house of god amen for all of you again that helped with the fireworks thank you very 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 much amen i think we drug everybody into the mix amen didn't we we drug you into it too didn't we buddy that's right Amen. He showed up at the tent and is helping us out too, I'm telling you. If you come around here, we're going to drag you to the tent. Amen. Put you to work. Amen. There's no such thing as volunteers around here. Amen. Amen. But I'm thankful for all of you. I know many of you made great sacrifices to be in our tent. And I just want to tell you, thank you very, very, very much. Jeremiah 29, looking at verse number 8, it says, for thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. Let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you. Neither hearken to your dreams which ye cause to be dreamed. Let not your prophets and diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you I'm going to read on there's a lots of voices in our society and some of them are saying they're from God you've got to be careful for they prophesy falsely unto you in my name I have not sent them saith the Lord for thus saith the Lord that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you and causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me and he shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and if you do, guess what? He's going to be found, church. God's not hiding. He's not hiding at all. When ye shall search for me with all your heart. There's the key. With all your heart. You can't Receive true deliverance until you give him everything. There's not such a thing as a partial deliverance. It's complete deliverance, folks. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity and I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places whither I have I have, I, I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again into the place whence I caused you to be carried away captive. I want to preach for just a few moments tonight on this thought. You ready? A God thought. A God thought. A God thought. Lord, we need you tonight. We're thankful for your presence, God, that has been in this house. We're thankful, Lord, for every song that has been sung every word that has been spoken the moving of your presence god for every soul that you by your divine will have brought into this house god tonight not by accident lord but according to your divine will god i feel your anointing lord upon this people God, in this house, lead me and guide me in delivering your word and give this people, God, an ear that would hear, hearts God receptive to receive the word of God that, Lord, we would have, oh God, your thoughts, Lord, in our mind and be affected, God, by the way you think, Lord, and the way you see things. Uh, Lead us tonight, God, by your Spirit. Work your perfect will in this service, God, in every life, including my life, Lord, tonight, that we may give you all the glory and the honor in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. And you may be seated. Focusing on that part of a verse, and we're going to look at the complete context of this in a little bit, but the thought is for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, a God thought. See, we live in a world where everybody is trying to do your thinking for you. They're trying to tell us how we should think. (laughs) See, I thought it was very interesting. They just did an interview this last week at the New York University, and they were They were interviewing students and uh, it was so interesting that these students were expressing their disdain for President Trump's pick to replace the Supreme Court Associate Justice Anthony Kennedy. There's only one problem. He hasn't announced an anonymous, he hasn't announced one yet. And yet they were talking, you can find this online, they were talking about how racist his nominee was. They were talking about how, how far to the right they are and how they're this and how they're that. And he hasn't even nominated anybody yet. But it's what certain media outlet outlets are saying that's causing them to express these thoughts. See, we're affected by what we hear. We're affected by the news. We're affected by the radio. We're affected by advertisement on billboards. We're affected by things we see inside of the grocery store while you're waiting to pay. (laughs) Magazines and stuff you would never buy, but you look over and see a little thing, and it makes your mind start thinking and having thoughts. See, this world is filled with negativity. Can I get an amen right there? And it affects the way we think. And before I get into my message, here's one verse of Scripture you definitely need to write down. Philippians chapter 4 and verse number (laughs) 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just... Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, this is what you really need to be thinking about. You need to think on these things. You know what? God's thoughts are positive thoughts. They affect us in a positive way. Even his negative messages have a positive effect. (laughs) <laughs> Amen. See, the message in Jeremiah 29 is greater than a simple message about a specific people in captivity. There's a principle being established in these verses. There's a lesson that we need to learn from that portion of Scripture. Look at the, the moment in time where these verses were written and when it was lived. See, the Israelites... The Israelites were living in Babylonian captivity, folks. Now that's important that you understand this. You know why? Because people in captivity think and reason different than freed people. See, there's a different perspective when you're looking through the bars from the inside versus you looking through the bars from the outside. You have a different feeling when you're inside of the jail versus when you're free and you can live, leave anytime you want to outside of the jail. Some people can be physically freed, but spiritually and mentally bound. And you know what the real key is? Is how we think. See, sometimes our greatest enemy is not the devil, it's how we think. Come on, somebody shout amen right there. You know what I'm talking about. Our very thoughts, it's not the devil that keeps us up at night. It's our thoughts. We love to blame the devil for everything. Poor guy. <laughs> we blame him for everything, but sometimes our lack of sleep is a fact our minds won't shut down. Can I get a witness in the house? Sometimes our stress and our anxiety is not because the devil's picking on you or bothering you. It's because your own mind won't shut down and you're overthinking things. I told somebody every day, stop overthinking things. (laughs) Why? Because we become our worst enemy because we overthink some things. Look at it. Here's an example, John chapter 8. Here's a perfect example we're going to see in the scripture. John chapter 8. You may want to turn there. I might not be telling the truth, but John chapter 8. Verse number 31, we're going to look at a little incident here and you can see how the environment affected their thinking. John chapter 8 and verse 31, then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now to us, that's a very straightforward promise right there from Jesus, and and I think it's simple, it's very simple to understand and comprehend and get your mind around. Could you agree with that? Yeah. Today when I make that statement, we rejoice at the palace of praise because of the promise that if we know the truth, we're going to be set free. But look at what happened when Jesus made that statement in his day. They immediately connected those words were where they were politically, folks. The fact was the Roman Empire ruled the world during Jesus' day, and yet here's their response, verse 33. They answered him, we be Abraham's seed. (laughs) See, in that moment in time, it was important for them to identify who they were. Why? (laughs) Because they had lost their identity because of foreign occupation folks somebody else was ruling their nation somebody else was in control and power and they were feeling that in their minds and in their thoughts because their mind linked the word free to their present condition in their nation and so they become defensive their sense of value was rooted in that statement we be abraham's seed why did they have to make such a proclamation? Jesus didn't need to know that information. He was a part of Abraham's seed. Right. Yeah. It was their viewpoint, their perspective, because that wasn't the real message. The real message was in the rest of it when they said, and were never in bondage to any man. Seriously? You don't even rule your own nation, Bubba. What do you mean you're free? See, their situation, their environment, their circumstances, their situation, where they were living was affecting the way they were thinking. See, their thoughts were on the wrong track. Why? Again, because of their situation, because of their circumstances. The same can happen to us, folks, because of our situation and our circumstances see their spiritual understanding was hindered what by their physical situation where they found themselves politically there it affected them and their thinking we too often try to think that our thoughts equate to God's thoughts <laughs> that's the way God must be thinking it's because the way I'm thinking <laughs> really <laughs> We fail to understand that God dwells on a higher plane in every aspect, folks. And we try to pull God down to our level of humanity. But Isaiah 55 and 8 says this, for my thoughts, nah, they're not your thoughts, (laughs) neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord, for as the heavens are, he puts a lot of distance here, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. I'm preaching tonight on a God thought, a God thought. That's the reason why God made this statement in Isaiah. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. They are not the same thoughts that you are thinking, people. God was implying, don't try to read my thoughts about you. Don't try to read my thoughts about you. Let my thoughts be your thoughts because my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. That's the reason why we need the mind of Christ. That's the reason why we need the baptism of the Holy Ghost so we'll think like God. Folks, you can't make it in our present-day society and live for God without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's just too many things coming at us. There's too many thoughts bombarding our mind. We need the protection of the Holy Ghost. We need the thoughts of the mind of Christ working in our lives. Somebody shout amen. See, because your thoughts will never be my thoughts, God said. why is God saying this to them it's right in that verse it says this to give you an expected end you know what it's all about you know what this thing's all about in your thoughts it's about your future see we let our past dictate our future hello but you don't understand the mistakes I make Wait, 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 wait. Let's have a God thought. Why don't we have a God thought? I think I read somewhere where in the word of God, hmm, his blood covers the past. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think I find in the word of God where he says he can't remember. So the God thought is everything in the past can be covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's a God thought. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The enemy would say, which is always contrary to God's thought, is You can never be anything because of what you've done. I'm telling somebody in the house tonight, it's not about your past. Hear a God thought. God is saying, you can be all things through Christ which strengthen you. It's not about your past because you're looking at who you was and your failure. Your future's about what God can do in you and through you, folks. God can make you into something you can never be in your own. Somebody shout amen. amen. See, because the way you think is affecting your future. I would invite everyone, I, I'm not preaching long tonight, so you need to hear me. I've watched people huh, that have backslidden because they work things up in their mind. It was never a reality, it never It was never going to happen but it was about the struggle of this mind. They were having a human thought and the human thought was generating things that are according to our base nature and our human nature, generating jealousy and bitterness and all of those things that go back to this flesh, folks. See, the thoughts of God will lead us into what? The spirit of God. It's not going to lead us back to the flesh. It's going to help us to be in contact with the Spirit of God. When we think like God, we're on a higher plane than when we're thinking in the flesh. Come on. Some of us look at things and we try to reason things out in our own flesh and kind of come up. Well, you know why they did that? It's because they just don't like me. She walked by me because she's got something against me. And our minds, come on, you will say amen, because some of you have been right there. Okay? All right? Or I preach something and immediately you say, He's picking on me. Or another preacher comes through and preaches something. Oh, Pastor told him exactly where I was, my Lord and my God. That's not a God thought. What a God thought would say this. Thank you for talking to me, God. <laughs> God thought would say, man, you really love me, God. <laughs> God thought would say, I thank God he cares enough about me to send somebody along to help me make sure I make it to heaven. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, we're in the midst of a battle right now and some people said in this house and folks, we look so good and we look so nice and everything's been placed and everything's doing alright but there's turmoil going on in your mind. Why? Because you're thinking according to your flesh and not according to the Spirit of God and the Word of God. You know what you need to do? I've told people this over and over again. They're saying, I just can't get these thoughts out of your mind. You know what I tell them? Get your nose into the book. Start reading the Word of God over and over and over and over good. Why? You're brainwashing yourself. You're washing out those thoughts that are hindering you from being what God wants you to be. I found this one thing, that if you will pray and seek the face of God, when you open your Bible, God can lead you to a passage that you'll go, wow, I never thought, I never thought about it that way before. See, Brother Desri. <laughs> The devil can come along and say, hey, your wife and family's never gonna come. It's never gonna happen. And so those thoughts can begin to start pounding on you and pulling you down. You need to have a God thought that says all things are possible through our Lord. God loves them and God wants to save them. You need to start having God thoughts. Come on, we need to see things through the eyes of God instead of our humanity. God wants to do great things, church. Hallelujah. 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 I told you I wasn't going to preach long. It's going to shock you. I thought Brother Devin was going to go a little longer tonight. He he definitely is like his dad. He was short-winded tonight. He didn't get it from us, did he? He didn't get it good from us. Would you stand? I want to invite you all to this altar tonight. It's been a very simple message because, again, I thought Devin was going to go a little longer and I didn't want to wear everybody out tonight. I want to invite you down to this altar tonight as I wrap up this message tonight. But I want to read Isaiah 55 and verse number 8 again, and verse number 9. Hear this. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Talking about a God thought. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. You may say, now how do I know whether it's a God thought or not? Here's how. If those thoughts are contradicting his word, run those thoughts through this filter Folks, and it will let you know that can't be from God. That's not a God thought. And if it's not a God thought, I want you to begin to plead the blood of Jesus Christ over those thoughts. Come on, we need them under the blood, folks. Hallelujah. Now I want to read on in that portion of scripture here. Jeremiah, he said, verse 9, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your ways. That's why God made this statement in Jeremiah, folks. But let me go on down here. But the real message wasn't in an eight and nine. The real message was in verse six and seven right before he said that. Verse six says this. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found call upon him while he is near <laughs> let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly part it's all about your future the message is very simple there may be something greater than your sins that you are involved in that's keeping you away from God. God is definitely calling everyone in this house closer to Him. God wants everybody in this house to have a relationship with Him. God wants everybody in this house filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now look at this. Verse 7, God could have said this, and it made perfect sense. He could have said, let the wicked forsake his way and let him return unto the Lord. He could have said that, but God didn't say that. He didn't say that. He said this, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his. See, we may give up some things, and we may put some things aside, but we're still thinking incorrectly. It's going to keep us from being where God wants us to be and doing what God wants us to do. You may say, I'm not involved in that sin, but you don't have God thoughts. You're still thinking according to this human nature. And here's the problem. If you don't get your thinking right before long, you will go back to the physical things that you repented of and gave up because you're not having the thoughts you need to have. That's the reason why he links the two. He says, forsake his way, give up these things, but also you gotta give up these thoughts and start having God thoughts. See, we need to change the way we think about some things. And this is really important. And we need to return uh, to the Lord. Oh, but pastor, you know what? I don't do this i don't do this i don't do this and i don't do this but i stand there and watch you dress exactly apostolic and dress all the ways you need to dress and do all the things you need to do but you're not reaching your full potential in god why because you're a wicked person no because you're being hindered by your own thoughts You're hindered by your own. Hey, let me tell you something. It's not the devil that's holding you back. It's you holding you back. I'm giving a message straight from the Lord tonight to somebody in this house. The enemy is bombarding your mind with thoughts that's hurting you and beating you down. But God sent a pastor to you tonight to tell you he wants you to have God thoughts from now on. And when you realize they're not from God, I want you to rebuke them and plead the blood over them and start quoting scripture after scripture until God gives you release in your mind. More than just deliverance physically, God needs to give you deliverance in your mind. Now, we are gonna do a little something different tonight. And that's this, there are people in this house that need real deliverance, folks need absolute genuine deliverance. Why? Because they're wicked people. No, because they are constantly and bombarded in their mind with thoughts that are hindering them from reaching their full potential in God. And tonight, I want some of you to move back a little bit from the altar. And for those that want special prayer tonight, I want you to step at this altar. I don't want you to come down here and play games with me. If you're not wanting to sell out and give God your whole mind, heart, soul, and strength to stay where you are, but if you're saying, I want to get total freedom and liberty for what I've been battling with, I'm going to hit the altar, throw my hands up, and I'm going to start praying. Come on, if you want deliverance, hit the altars, and then I want a church to start praying for them. I want our minister and brother to come and lay their hands on them and begin to pray for them that they have deliverance. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Uh, Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, church. I want you to find somebody. I want you to pray for them. We need some God thoughts. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 hallelujah. Listen to this verse that Paul wrote to the Corinthian church. Everybody say the Corinthian church. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. He wrote that to He wrote that to church. Because so, just because you have the Holy Ghost doesn't mean you're not going to battle with some thoughts. But this verse lets me know by the power of God I can bring those things into captivity or I can get a hold of them. And that's the key. And I can change that thought to a God thought then. See, you shouldn't let your mind wander down some paths. You should immediately stop and say, why am I thinking like that? That's not a God thought. Lord, I want to think like you want me to think because this is leading me down to depression and oppression. And I'm battling darkness, I'm battling these things because my mind's being pulling me down there. It's not a spirit that's pulling you, it's your thoughts that are pulling you down. You're not possessed by a spirit. No, it's your own thoughts that are pulling you down. So start having God thoughts. Stop thinking the way you're thinking. (laughs) think the way God wants you to think. (laughs) Hallelujah! (laughs) Hallelujah! The thought just just popped in my mind. There are people that love you. Stop thinking they don't. There's a church that loves you. Stop thinking they don't. (laughs) Stop thinking they don't care. We care. Start having a God thought that a church really loves you and cares about you. I feel the presence of God. I feel a liberating power in this house tonight for somebody. I want you to claim what God has done for you. You may say, I didn't get complete deliverance. No, but folks, you're on your way. So rejoice in what you got and keep seeking for more and more deliverance in God, in a depth in God. Oh, hallelujah. Some of you that are battling with thoughts in your mind, you just need to start reading more of the Word of God and listening to the Word of God, and you need to start turning off some of the music you're listening to and start putting on some verses and listening to something else until your mind starts thinking better. That's what you need to do. Amen. Amen god i thank you again lord tonight for your presence that's been in this house i thank you oh god for every step lord we've made in the holy ghost tonight and every deliverance god that's been wrought in this place god i'm thankful lord for every chain that's been broken lord and every fetter god busted asunder lord by your anointing oh god we are weak but we understand we can be strong lord through you and god in our weakness lord we may struggle god but help us to bring into captivity every thought that's contrary lord to your word contrary to your promises contrary lord to your will for our lives lord and we all oh god would have a god thought lord jesus thanking lord the way you want us to thank god that we may be delivered, O oh Lord Jesus, and drawn closer to you, God, in the day in which we live. Lord, as we go from this house, God, help every one of us to be an example of the believers, Lord. God, not only in the words we speak, but also in the thoughts that we think, God, everything we do, Lord, would bring you glory and honor, Lord. oh God, I pray, Lord, strengthen this body, In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, we give you all glory and honor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 How many of you feel like God has broke some things for you tonight in this house? I want you to raise your hand because then I want you this week when you're battling with some things, say, no, no, I'm going to hold on to this thing and have some thoughts that God, you did it. thoughts are there I'm gonna think about these things hallelujah I'm gonna think on what is good I'm gonna think on what the good report I'm gonna think on these things I'm gonna claim it in Jesus name I'll hold on to it in Jesus name hallelujah 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 why don't you encourage one another before you go tonight I preach kind of short tonight and some of you are thankful but won't you take a little bit of this time now and you minister to somebody and encourage them again. Sister Alverson, it's good to see you in the house of the Lord. And I know God's taking care of you through this difficult situation of losing your biological father and also your stepfather. But thank God for the Prince of Peace that was there. And we love you. And I'm glad you're here tonight. Amen. And all the rest of you, our guests tonight, we welcome you. Shake someone's hand. Good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. See you on Wednesday night. Hallelujah. God's good. God's good. Hallelujah. God is good.